Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. We are talking to you all about screenplays. This is the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers. Go ahead and Google it. Uh, you probably won't find any more. Put parentheses, put quotes around screenplay writers because not too many other people phrase it like that. Um, but every week we come at you with uh, a lot of talk about how to write screenplays and how to make them successful in making lots of money and successful uh, pieces of art. And that's why we're here today. Um, but let's start by asking Nathan. Nathan, have you seen any good movies lately? Hmm. Any movies on the big screen, screenplays on film? Digital or otherwise. Yeah. Because I don't really differentiate too hard between digital and film. No, I don't either, but sometimes you can tell the difference. But Yeah. If you bring the way a it microscope was yeah, if you bring in my screen, the theater with you, you could tell. Which often we do. It's microscope, yeah, do. magnifying do. glass, binoculars. And headlamp. That's kind of the four main components in your toolkit. Yeah, every screenplay writer, we should do a, a, an episode about this, maybe around 250 or so, because we've mapped out the next you know, 180 episodes. We should do one on the toolkit, screen, screenwriter's toolkit, screenplay yeah. writer's toolkit, because we've talked in the past about the importance of the headlamp to use to jot down notes while you're watching a, a screenplay on screen. But this one's really important um, to expand on, I think. Totally, yeah. So, okay, so neither of us have seen any good movies lately. I don't That's think so. I, no, I haven't either. We, we could spend a little bit longer thinking about it, but should we just move on? I don't know. Let's move on. I'm a radio guy. I listen to the radio a lot. Screen movies, I don't see that. Yeah, we are though. kind of radio guys, aren't yeah. we? North by Northwest. Yeah, um, CFOR, CFFI, CFPG, all these different stations. We Under have. the Influence. Yep, that vinyl, one. Vinyl, vinyl Cafe. Vinyl Coffees, all that. It's what we listen to when we're working our shifts at Fire Hall Coffee, where yep. we both work as roasters and baristas, taking turns, um, which is going One great. of us is barista, one of us is roaster, and then yeah. after about five minutes, we switch. We switch every five minutes. Keeps it fresh. Relay race. Yeah, keeps it fresh. Uh, we recently applied to be the manager of this fire hall, but we were told that we were too skilled at roasting and baristaing, and we could not shift to that role which is more of just a managerial role really yeah mediocrity gets promoted amen so let's talk about our theme today nathan which is all about the parenthetical all about parentheticals now parentheticals go after a character's name in a screenplay 
And they are direction to the director to tell the director what to do with the character, the actor, um, how they should be acting, what they should be thinking, what they look like. Because oftentimes directors, how should we put this, can't read. They're morons. They skip over your your screenplays. They don't read every line. They they, they, they kind of just toss it aside and do whatever they want. They have Improv. sunglasses on, so they can't see. Every, it's all bl- blur. Half of them are wearing suits these days with their sunglasses, so they're not comfortable. Makes them irritated. Yep. They used to be wearing more comfortable gear, like bomber jackets with fur collars and toques and baseball jeans. caps. Yeah, baseball caps. New Balance sneakers, yeah, these types of things. Vans. Now they're all wearing suits and big boots that are like Alden shoes, Alden eight hundred pair dollars a pair, etc. So, yeah, this is all about giving them a bit of help because otherwise they're going to screw up your screenplay, and you don't want that. No, not at all. But the, yeah, so. You got to give them a little bit of help, but you also got to cue them in to know like, hey, buddy, pay attention. So what I like to do is in that first parenthetical, you, you put, hey, Roy, listen up, buddy. And then you kind of tell a little story in the parentheticals as it goes down the page. Like, yeah. hey, Roy, listen up, buddy. You better not screw around on my screenplay this yep. this time around. Yep. And what <clears throat> both Nathan and I like to do is something we developed actually it's the parenthetical of the parenthetical yes it's taking those parentheticals and adding a comment in the sidebar using google docs which is our preferred screenplay writing tool yes and preferably you wouldn't even have to print you would just everyone would have an ipad that had google docs installed and then you could go about your day yeah and then you see the comment in the sidebar explaining the parenthetical so for instance if I'm working on a screenplay called 30-something Chess Master and the parenthetical says Ryan or character looks like a super smart person thinking intelligently in brackets, then I would put a comment on that and describe what the person looks like. You know, maybe dark hair, maybe glasses on the edge of his or her nose. Uh, hand on his chin to clarify how intently this person is thinking. So you want you want the double hit of the parenthetical. Yeah. Double parentheses, we call it. Double, double. Kind of like, you know, P.S.? This is yeah. P.P.S. It's P.P.S., yeah. Or D.P., double parentheses. Yes, exactly. So that's how we do parentheticals. And... I have to say they're one of the top five most important things when it comes to writing screenplays. After character, after plot, after title page, after spelling comes... Parentheticals. Parentheticals. And then after that is double parenthetical, which we invented, which we're honored that it's in the top six. Seven credits. Seven is credits, and that's where the list ends. Yep. It's top seven. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue, character development, jokes. All right. So on script surgery, we essentially take an existing script that's out there in the world, and we take a red pen to it, and we find all the ways we can make it better, build it back up from the ground, and uh, this week we're doing uh, the new Harry Potter 
It is called. It's from the Harry Potter franchise. It's yeah, one of the I'm Harry just Potter. Looking at it right movies. now. Movies. It's got kind Fantastic of Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald. 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 Crimes of Grindelwald. Crimes of Grindelwald is how I pronounce it. We love it. Many different people can pronounce it however they want. Nathan pronounces it Grindelwald. Grindelwald. I think that's actually how Rowling would have wanted it. Well, Nathan has stronger British roots than I do. Mm -hmm. I'm UK-based. North Americanize it. Grindelwald is how I say it. We don't care how you say it. It's more about how the screenplay works. How you do your parentheses. And what we found when we read this screenplay the use of parentheticals was second to none. Yeah. Second to none. The the stage description or way they described what each character should be looking like and thinking in this one is what made Johnny Depp's character really shine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's what this one's about. It is it's Harry Potter, so it's British and there's magic. It's Harry Potter but it's also and steroids. D- yeah, exactly. I was about to say it's kind of everything you loved about Harry Potter times two. Yeah, times two, not yeah. times three though. No, no, no. So we liked it. I mean, I have to say, dialogue wise, nailed it. Yep. Wouldn't change a word. Action wise, perfect. Hundred percent perfect. Uh, wouldn't change a scene. The order of events, I would have maybe swapped. You know, scenes thirty to thirty-two. Yeah. With 27 to 29, those could have been reversed to amp up the the audience tension and uh, dramatic irony slightly. Yep. But everyone will think that when they go and watch this thing. You'll everyone exactly will think it, and you also wonder if it's yeah. a choice on Rowling's part. Yeah, I think it was a choice on Rowling and the screenplay writer's part to dial down the tension. Yeah. Because they didn't want the tension too high. I think that's kind of smart, and it's you also don't want people to jump out of their seats and the popcorn go flying everywhere and stuff, so... I think it's smart, too. I think Rowling did it on purpose with this one. She did a good job. She, If she needed help with future screenplay, she could call Nathan and I. She should. Yeah, that'd be awesome. She should call you and me, and we should do that. We should help her out. We could we could cross the pond. I'd cross the pond to help her. Uh, like I said before, I'm UK-based, and I'm hopefully going to be uh, UK. Crossing the pond, really. I don't mind this side of the pond, that side of the pond. It's a good pond, but I, I don't mind crossing it. I have an idea about Ron and his uh, rat. Oh, scabbers? Scabbers. What's the idea? Uh, Just sort of the idea that the rat would be his friend. Oh, that's different. Yeah, it's a little bit different, but yeah, I think it's interesting. I like it. It's sort of what they did with Crookshanks, yeah. which is Hermione's cat. Um, pretty good. Harry's owl, owly. They all kind of have an animal. They all have a. It was Hedwig. Spirit animal. Oh yeah, Hedwig. Yeah. And then, and they have the. Uh, uh, what's it called? The. Just anything but Dobby. Anything <laughs> but more freaking Dobby. I don't need more Dobby. What about uh Dobby getting his own movie? Oh, the Dobby Chronicles. The Dobby Chronicles. Dobby the Chronicles. Crimes of Dobby. Chronicles of Dobby. Crimes it's the of chronic Dobby. what? Goals of Dobby. I like the Dobby Chronicles. I think that I would go see that. I would write it. I would work on it. I'd cross the pond. Yeah. I'd work on it. Let's do it, Nathan. Let's pitch it. Let's bring it to let's bring it light, right to the UK to, to rally. Please, that'd be awesome. Let's do that. Well, let's move on to Logland Cage Match.
Luckily, cage match, one of us pitches an idea to the other, and we, we, the other, who wasn't the other who gave the pitch, the other one, gives no holds barred feedback on what they thought about it to mimic a pitch session. And Nathan has one for us today. Nathan, what do you got? We talked about it last week, actually. Um, Introduced the topic last week. Okay, interesting. It's called Nathan Canadian. So it's like Johnny English. I'm a spy. The character's name is Nathan. He's a spy. And he goes around Canada on a train. And he's a spy hunting, hunting down the criminals. I love this. Nathan Canadian. So he's a Canadian-based spy. We know he's Canadian. He's probably wearing a toque, wearing flannel. In a Mounties. He's got a lumberjack. uh, He's a lumberjack. Yeah, but an axe, I guess they would have. They'd carry an axe. You'd have an axe holster. Smoking cigars, Canadian cigars, which we're famous for. Yep. Got a maple syrup flask. Uh, He watches Jeopardy. Uh, Peter, He loves Peter Jennings. All the Canadians. (laughs) Yeah. All the Canadians. Just big on Peter Jennings. He's a Jennings head. Wait, is Alex Trebek? Alex Trebek's Canadian. Where is he from? Canada, <laughs> Ontario, probably Ontario, somewhere in Ontario. Is that Tarian? Um, but this is a really interesting idea, Nathan. I like how it's sort of inspired by Johnny English, but totally one-ups Johnny English because he's Canadian. That's time. what I was thinking. Yeah. So you go town to town solving mysteries. You cross the country. It's sort of like Amazing Race, but with crimes. Yes. Yeah. Um. Filmed in the winter, presumably, possibly mm-hmm. going into construction season, which are the two seasons in, in Canada, construction and winter. Uh, there's some hockey involved, I'm sure. You fall onto the ice during the Stanley Cup finals, which ironically takes place in Las Vegas because there's two American teams in the La- Stanley Cup finals. That would be the ultimate Canadian thing. That would be so hilarious if that happened. And you try to solve the crime... Um, the crime is ultimately that an American company buys all our newspapers, right? And yep. there's no Canadian media industry left. And all the, the brain drain goes to Seattle and works from Seattle and Boston and Raleigh, North Carolina. And that's where they all end up. Yeah, that's true. I like it. I love that. That's a great idea. I think you should uh, keep working on that. And um, if you need a hand, you know, drop me a line. I'm happy to happy to work on it. Punch it out. Awesome. That'd be great. Well, that brings us to another end of uh, an episode. Uh, the end of another episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. Great to be here with you, Nathan. Um, MacGuffins was last week, and that was important. But this week, boy, really important for a lot of people. I think. So take heed. Go back, listen to it as many times as you want. There's no charge on that. Um, And we'll be back in seven with another. Until then, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing.